Right, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Who Pod. I have Josh. With me as always is my co-host JP. How you doing? Not too bad, thank you Jack. And joining us again is Bradley Fuller. Hello, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time you are listening. Very good. Nice what, intro what there, boys. Now? You know what? You, you genuinely confused me there. I was like, what's the time now? It's early <laughs> afternoon. Well, I've just got to introduce whatever time anyone's listening, haven't you? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> These two are apparently in a humorous mood today, so <laughs> strap in for a funny episode. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't wait, mate. You know, it's the, it's the early 1920s, you know. It's, uh, you know, all... I don't know. I've got no. I, I didn't. I didn't know anything about the 1920s apart from yeah. the Empire State Building, and then that was it. And I was like, oh, I went to try to so clever. Want to interrupt? Like, but technically, it's 1930. Um, Is it? And yes, yeah, 1930s. Uh, oh, we're on absolute fire this week, everybody. Strap in because we are reviewing Daleks in Manhattan and Evolution of the Daleks. I think these episodes are called. We'll just about remember the name of the t- titles. <laughs> JP, you want to sum it up in a word for us? Um, I don't know. Uh, come back to me on this. Come back, come back, come back. I need, I, need, I need to think of a word. No, no, come on, give us a word. Okay. All right, we'll take it, Bradley. Interesting. Okay, nice. I'm going to go with ambitious. ambitious. Before we dive in, I just want to say, I actually really like these two episodes for some reason. I don't remember really liking them. I got really into them on this rewatch. I thought this was a really good episode. I think I've gone the other way, if anything. I remember them being pretty good episodes, and then I was a bit bit let down by them, I think, to be fair. Interesting. JP, before we hear your thoughts, let's go on. dive on over to BBC. Uh, oh, no, can't say that. Not BBC. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no. other, other outlets are available. <laughs> copyright claim, copyright claim. Um, <laughs> let's dive over to Who News. Into a uh, little musical bit. Lovely. It's that musical note here. Uh, Brad, have you got anything for us? Uh, I think it's been a bit dry recently. Obviously, we've had the Christmas special, which we've done our review on. Go and give that a listen. Yeah. Um, but after that's come out, obviously, apart from all the theories that are coming from that, can't think of any big news that's really happened. Obviously, uh, it's can... going to be the new the new series will be back in May, which we know. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, can't think of anything. Uh, yeah, massive. nothing has particularly happened huge since we last uh, spoke. Obviously, the Christmas episode came out. We have uh, uh, we've got a podcast episode on that. Go and give that a listen to the news. So, okay, let's get your thoughts on this, JP. Um, yeah. The new trailer, uh, sorry, the trailer for the new series dropped, and it's advertised. I think its YouTube thumbnail was Doctor Who season one. Watch the trailer now. Oh, what are your thoughts the on that? Stuff. The new stuff, yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I think use a better place to to comment about it than me but i'm quite like from where i'm watching i'm a bit annoyed because if you'd have been like me and you'd have been like oh yeah i want to go through and you know watch all the episodes and everything and of course i do appreciate i've not seen the old who stuff but i don't know season one with christopher Eccleston. i feel like you need to watch those first but i i don't know i mean did the story did the christmas special like kind of link up with previous stuff or yes irritating yeah. me and even more annoying, it's making it fucking hard to organise our podcast now because the specials I put down as Series 14, I've only just found out that they're technically not Series 14, they're Series 0. And we can't now have another Series 1, Episode 1 of the podcast, so we're fucked, basically. Mm. Yeah, that's a bit annoying, actually. I don't know why they've done that. I mean, I know that... I, I, it's I only been done for Disney Plus, to be fair. Yeah, that's probably the only reason. Because mm. I can't really start saying on season unless they are they bringing everything over to Disney Plus or is it just the new stuff? No, nothing. It's only the new stuff. So yes, yeah, so we have series fifteen sitting on there. 
Yeah. The thing is, though, you can like JP. You remember Lucifer? That was on Amazon for like the first three or four series. Yeah, three series, and it went to Netflix. Yeah, yeah, but Netflix picked it up, and it was just on Netflix as series four. But you couldn't get series one to three unless you went to Amazon. Oh, really? Uh, They not bought it since then, mate. Mm, I haven't checked for a while, but not as far as I'm aware. But um, yeah, I don't think there's really anything else. In the news, I've seen Shooty's doing the rounds at the minute. Have you seen uh, in his interviews, he's created this whole enigma about himself because apparently everybody says he smells really nice, but he's point blank refusing to tell anybody what the aftershave is. I don't know why I'm so invested in this, but I don't know. I want to know what Shooty's wearing. I don't know this at all, to be fair. I kind of want to see it now. Send me the link or something. Yeah, I saw one of them popped up as like BBC did a reel on one of, oh no, GQ did it. And then there was an interview with Joe Wiley. Like, it's really good. And he's like, I refuse. One of the interviewers was like, can you at least tell us, like, how would you describe the scent? And he goes, no, I'm not telling you even how it's described. Just everybody says, I'm fascinated by him, to be fair. I think he's really, uh, I'm fascinated by Shooty Gatwa, to be honest. Interesting. I'm buzzing to see what he does with uh, the role, to be fair. But, yeah, I've not seen anything on that. No, fair enough. All right, so nothing else to add for the news then, lads? No, I've not got anything. Not that I can think of. Then, without further ado, shall we crack on with our review? Right. So, my very first note is um, Tallulah would be potentially the fittest character in all of Doctor Who if she wasn't so fucking annoying. I wouldn't say she was annoying. She was just thick as shit. She's so irritating. Her voice, the fact that she's thick as shit. No, see, the the, the, (sighs) the voice is a very... 1930s kind of it's like the guys and dolls thing in it you know what i mean like yeah but it's the pitch of her voice like the tone of it as well i know i know the accent and that's very yeah but to be honest that, that's like our equivalent now you know like if you watch any um i'm trying to think what the, the correct word is like um if you watch any like influence like american influence or say they've always got that kind of whiny kind of tone that's like the 1930s equivalent of what that is now. I just yeah, think I it's... Well, oh my God, you guys. Like that kind of thing. Like that kind of whiny... Yeah, that that's what the 1930s equivalent is. It would be that accent. I don't think that was a good accent, by the way, JP. I, I appreciate what you were going for there. <laughs> you know I appreciate you what you, you were going for. You got the accent. Got the accent, yeah. But uh, I don't think that was... Uh, that was definitely not... New York accent for sure. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. That, that was trying to be like the new, like, kind of whiny influencer accent. Ah, uh, I see. Fair enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And then obviously Laszlo, who I'd totally forgotten what he looks like in human form. I didn't remember we ever saw him in his human form. Uh, gets attacked by the most slave. common New Yorker in the 1930s ever, I think. <laughs> Um, <laughs> genuinely quite a scary little bit to be fair yeah I've got to say it was quite like where, where he's like hello and then you just see the shadow running through that was that was almost tortured to be honest it's the noises oh do you know they are a little bit like those weevil things to be yeah fair, like actually. the weevil thing yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah, a very yeah, yeah. good comparison you know I'd agree um, yeah. but yeah it was the noises for me those pig squealing noises I was like oh this is and then he sees the pirate and he's like oh phew and then pig out of nowhere and uh yeah. Genuinely quite scary. Yeah. No, I agree on that. That was that it's pretty uh pretty scary in terms of Doctor Who. But no, it really did make me think of the weevil things from um from Talking. Yeah. No, no, very good pickup there. Um I think it's a good cold open. I think it would do better if we never saw these characters again. I think 
these two episodes would be made so much better if Tallulah and Laszlo's story was dropped. I think there's no need for it. I don't think any of the bits in the theatres are particularly that good. And I don't what, like buy their in... story at all. Oh, God. What, like, um, what was the episode before? R- Rush Hour? No, not Rush Hour. Um... Gridlock. Gridlock. Well, when you see the, the, the parents and they just get eaten and then that's it. They're never done again. Yes, so that's exactly again. what it should yeah. have been. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I could, I could see that, to be honest. Well, Laszlo's a bit of like a hero, really, isn't he? Yeah, but that could have just been any of the pigs. It didn't need to be Laszlo. Do you know what I mean? Like, this whole well, love did, story cause... is so boring. Well, I, I don't see how it would be better without them, if I'm honest. Or, or I don't know why you'd hero, want to exclude them. A hero uh, that saves the day, rather than it being Laszlo and Tulu. By the way, I want to exclude them because they're fucking annoying as shit. You have you completely dropped that. When they first go into the sewers with Andrew Garfield, we'll talk about it in a minute, um, and he yeah. doesn't make it up, have him turn into the pig man then, and then he is the hero that saves the day at the end. Yeah, you could do, but then when you get to the bit of the, you get to the, bit of the end, um, where he needs an open space, Tallulah's the one with the keys to the theatre, so how would you do that? Well, you just well, have you them coming up in the park it's, it's, or something, or have them break the in, the in the park. The 1930s. Where all the homeless people are. Yeah, there's more than one park. No, anyway, Central Park. Central Park. I think they're a boring addition, and I don't really like. No, I like this episode. To be fair, I am going to be a bit nitpickety about it, but I like this episode a lot more than I remember. Um, anyway, we then open. Boom, Martha and Doctor in the or at the bottom of the Empire State Building. Gotta say. I love David Tennant in a blue suit. This works for me. And actually, Bradley, this is exactly what I was talking about. Doctor Who has this blue feeling to well, it. The blue feeling, yeah. No, I can see that. Oh, yeah, but the, the blue suit is new to this series, isn't it? So, but that, but that's what I'm talking. It's never just wore got a blue this, suit like, last year. It's just got this blue feeling to it. I don't know how to describe. It. Me and Jack, we were speaking about it last Still week. Still don't then, know what you mean. Um, it's just like a blue tint is over the screen almost. Like you know how um like everything in the like kind of early two thousands was very like green and you know kind of like sepia toned that kind of thing. Oh, I still don't know what you mean. I don't know. It just or I don't notice it. It's like there's What's a blue good, Instagram filter on it the whole time. Yeah, like, but very very, very subtle. Before like it's it was very orange before and now it's very blue. Yeah. No, I don't see it. I'm sorry. Just keep watching. You'll pick up on it. Um, I like the uh, the Martha and Doctor trying to work out what year it is. They're like, oh, the Empire State Building is nearly finished. And then they work it out and no, she goes, finished. oh, that's nearly finished. Finished? Nearly finished. Oh, you're thinking of the Empire State Building? I said the Empire State Building. Oh, I thought you said Statue of Liberty. No, no. So <laughs> they look out and they see the Empire State Building nearly finished. The Doctor's like, oh, if I know it, she pulls out the newspaper. Brilliant. But she goes, that was nearly 80 years ago. Uh, it's now nearly 100 years ago. That's quite obsessing. Yeah, I mean, the, the reason I said about the uh, Empire, um, Empire Stadium, I was saying that, the uh, Statue of Liberty, is it <laughs> did actually turn green in 1903. Because I, I, I looked it up while I was watching it, because I was like, I swear that it turned, like, copper. Um, like, well, not turned copper. It was copper, and then it oxidised into green. And um, I was like, oh, I thought that did it hurt, like kind of like it would have been uh, copper, and I looked at it, and yeah, 1903, it turned green. That was when it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, which I quite like. Again, it's just it's a small detail that just didn't need to be there, yet they put it in there, which I thought, yeah, I like that. Fair enough. Did you know Santa Claus used to be green uh, until Coca Cola yeah. turned red? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Merry Christmas, everyone. I just went and got a it's drink fun. out of the fridge. I expected you to talk amongst yourselves for more than two seconds. 
I mean, I was talking to you and you were just like, yeah, I'm just not going to respond. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the end of a conversation. Um, so anyway, so they find a piece of paper that says the Hooverfield Mysteries or something. And the doctor mm-hmm. takes it upon himself to investigate. Do you think this is the kind of thing the doctor would investigate? Yes. You reckon? Yeah. But the, do- the doctor is all about finding out mysteries and learning things and everything like that. So he he might not necessarily see it as a murder, but he might think of some there's something like kind of extraterrestrial going on or something. That that's what the doctor does. Okay, fair enough. I thought it was a little bit of a contrived way. I don't think the doctor would normally just like investigate a missing person's headline. Um, especially as he says, you know, we're in depression era, New York, people go missing all the time. How do we even know there's anything special about it? Just thought it was a little, I don't know, a bit of a wishy-washy way of getting the plot going. Um, but then they go to the green screen Hooverville. Uh, what did you think of like the set and the characters and their little suits and their fake American accents? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When when we met um, Andrew Garfield, which by the way, Andrew Garfield's in Doctor Who. That's a that's a cool thing. Um, Ooh, he's got a lovely head of hair on him as well. <laughs> that's just like the strangest thing to say. He's got a lovely. <laughs> he head does so. I was watching it the entire time. See, this man has got some hair on his hair. Some hair on his hair. Yeah, that's fair enough. Some hair on his hair. Cheers, Jeff. Um, Descriptive talk. (laughs) (laughs) Just get me for the audio description for the new series. I'll take it. (laughs) We finish. (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, did it... I don't know. It it all felt a bit uh, fake for me. What? An English trying to put on an American accent, yeah? Not even. Just... Hooverville in the whole like so I really like this era of history like Gatsby is my favorite film King Kong is my favorite film because they focus on this era this I don't know I know it's obviously a budgety thing but I it just it doesn't ever feel real there's always a good view of the Empire State or the Chrysler building from every shot which doesn't feel very realistic they're just running around the sewers and they're just popping up conveniently exactly where they need to be i don't know a lot of it all that sort of stuff took it took me out of it to be fair um and the really? accents being another thing as well yeah i don't know it didn't yeah. just doesn't feel real do you know what i mean yeah but the i mean the only thing mm. is i never visited new york in the 1930s so i can't say but there can't have been that many tall buildings surely like not like now like now yeah for sure you can't see the empire state building from every kind of you know angle of new york but like back then i'm sure you would have been able to surely fair enough but how do you walk from central park to the empire state building in the sewer and then you come out in a theater i don't know man just the whole and it's not the best green screen either and i know that doesn't really matter but there were a few shots where i'm like oh could you not have just gone to new york do you know what i mean not with the budget no (laughs) that i was gonna say with the budget mate there's no chance whatsoever (laughs) i reckon doctor who's got a big enough budget at this point Uh, question is did they i don't did they uh this is something you'll see at some point jp but do you reckon they went to new york for the angel one well that was that was going to be my next point is they do eventually fly out to new york and do a 1920s era new york so and it feels considerably better than this yeah but that was a few seasons on so they're probably yeah no no i I do appreciate that. I do, but I suppose it's in Smith. It's probably diminishing returns by then. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Let's move it swiftly on to the uh, 
little wrestle between the Hooverites. Um, they pull out what must be the rankest piece of bread. Like it actually made my stomach churn as this man pulled it out of his fucking pocket. How dirty do you think <laughs> that piece of bread is? Yeah, but people but are fucking whether they can. <laughs> when you're hungry, man, you gotta eat. Hungry. I but everybody's had their hands on it. Like in that scene alone, three people touch it with their bare hands and it's not even in a bag or anything. And someone pulls it out of their pocket. 1930s. It's grim though. You telling me they didn't have bags in the 1930s? Probably Probably not. I thought it was absolutely disgusting. But what do we think of Mr. Solomon? I really like Casualty. Bright from Casualty. There you go. I like him. He's from Casualty. That's it. I like the actor. He's a great guy. I think he's one of the best supporting characters we've had in Doctor Who for a long time. Does he in Casualty? Does is he is he American or is he putting on an accent? He's English. Yeah, he's putting on an accent. That's a damn good accent, then you know. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. I, he, I don't he, know. He's just. I, I was going to say he's just such a wholesome character. Like, I, I genuinely thought he was going to survive because yes, yeah, spoilers yeah. for anyone that's not seen the episode, but um, I genuinely thought he was going to survive because he he could have like. He could have been such a good, like, kind of, as you said, like a background character that, you know, someone like Captain Jack or someone like that, that the Doctor could rely on further down the line. Mm. No, I agree. I think he's, uh, I think he's the best of humanity in an episode where that obviously comes up. He also gives way to probably the best line we've had in Doctor Who as well, where he points at the Empire State Building and he's like, how come they can do that when we've got people starving down here? Now, that was Andrew Gold. No, that's um, nah, must have been Solomon. Yeah, no, nah, that was uh, that, was An- that was Andrew Garfield at the point where they talk about like um, where where do you think they are? No, it's Solomon. I'm sure it's Andrew Garfield. Oh, who's gonna go back and have a quick check? <laughs> I can't really ask because I know it's Solomon. Solomon is the black guy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then exactly. it's Solomon. Yeah. No, nah, I'm sure it's Andrew Garfield. You look it up. But anyway, I'm just gonna go on a little rant here. What excellent. Topical, political satire, oh, social commentary. I love it. And it's still so accurate had... today. I don't think I've been on a podcast yet when you've had one of these rants. So I'm quite excited. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to put on Cod quick, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not going to go into a big rant, but it is a beautiful line that was written 20 years ago. It's set in an era 100 years ago and is still as topical to this present day. That is some fucking good writing, and that is what we're seriously lacking in Doctor Who at the minute. And, you know, you have these big wigs like fucking Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk who own, you know, who are fucking as... Their wealth makes up, like, I don't know, 96% of the population's wealth combined, and yet they're sat not paying their fucking employees properly, and we still have nurses on strike and teachers on strike, and... It's insane. That's got nothing to do with them, though. That's about the government not paying the nurses and the teachers properly. But they can. Jeff Bezos can pay his fucking Amazon employees properly. Yeah, but at the end of the day, if he doesn't need to, why would you? Yeah, but how the, so the rich this is rich because they know how to be rich. But this is the point of the episode: is that humans or humanity should shine through. Humanity. Oh, pardon me. Humanity should be <laughs> different to the Daleks. Obviously, we're making this in a sci-fi era, but we're not. No, but we're not, are we? And this is what this episode is trying to say, is that if a human and a Dalek combined, what would you get? What would you get if you fused Elon Musk's mind with a Dalek compared to someone like Solomon's? It's excellent. I fucking love it. This is 
ah, uh, it's such a good line, and it's such a good. It, it does lose its sort of way a little bit, but if you follow that thread through this episode, it, I think it's a really good. And I just cannot believe we're still this relevant going into twenty twenty four. We still have this. It's it's not even a class divide at this point. It's fucking. I don't even know. Like it's gone so much further than it just being a class divide because these people are so wealthy, and you know we're in almost a global recession. You know, there's a cost of living crisis going on. And Elon Musk is releasing the fucking cyber truck that nobody can afford and is huge and is taking up all the road. And it's mental. It's absolutely mental. That's good, good run, mate. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> Just to confirm, you left the UK so you could not pay tax and not contribute to the NHS. That is a fair point. No, that's not the reason <laughs> I left the UK. You are the same. You are there. No, that's not why I left yes. the UK. I left the UK because I wanted to stop paying into a corrupt government. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all good for the rich people okay. to pay into the corrupt government, but me, no. <laughs> I would actually like to confirm that's also not the reason I left the UK. Yeah, 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 I yeah. also didn't leave the UK because I didn't want to pay nurses. Let's make that very clear. JP, you've got very quiet. Did you look up and find out it was Solomon? No, no, no. I was just listening to your rant. Enjoyed it, really. But um, <laughs> I can, I can well, have a look now. If uh, we move on to the next seg- segment, I'll, uh, I'll have a look. Talking of Elon on. Musk and um, oh, Jeff Bezos, we move swiftly on to the villain of the piece, or one of the villains of the piece, uh, Mr. Diagoras, who has the best fucking name of all time. Yeah, Mr. Diagoras. Isn't it just like a fucked up Pythagoras? Like, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> he has the, the most evil hairline I've ever seen on any man ever. I want oh, somebody oh, in yeah. the comments. It's like JP's hairline at the moment. <laughs> yeah, but it's pure mafioso, though. That's, that's it, isn't it? It's just pure mafioso with the black suit and the black, you know, kind of. It's just we wanted to make him a mafia villain. I need that's someone it. to tell me if it's a wig or not. I think there's one scene where I think it's a wig. But for the rest of it, I'm not sure. What are you saying? Like you could the actor and the fact that he couldn't, like he had a, a another thing where he had to shave his head or something. So they were just like, "Look, we need you to wear a wig." No, no, no. I think maybe that front bit, the the you know the vampire hairline. Um, I think that bit might be a wig. Uh, I don't know. I, again, I can add it to my list of Google. <laughs> so, um, funnily enough, there we go. Um, this will make for good listening. So yeah, so we cut over to uh, to Mr. Diagoras and he is working. He is I'm very gassy tonight. I'm so sorry, boys. He's working the. Uh, you know, the... You know <laughs> <laughs> very good. Fucking you. And he is working his workers to the bone. Not unlike Bezos and Musk, I must say. Um, and then he's like the masters, the masters, the masters. Um, Jack, did you? Oh, I gave it away that it was the Daleks last week, didn't I? Uh, yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, did you like the reveal that it was the Daleks? Yeah. I mean, the problem is, I wish someone hadn't spoiled it for me, really, because that would have been quite a cool thing to be like, oh, it's the Daleks. They're back. <laughs> but I will say, though, all yeah, but... lost because it was like working out how they got there, if that made sense. To be yeah. fair, though, the title's Daleks in Manhattan, so you'd have seen it in the title sequence. Oh, that's yeah, a very true point. That's a very good point. Um, <laughs> don't, don't say that. I wanted to feel bad. <laughs> Completely um, ruined it for me. Took me out of it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> what do you think of? Because this is 
my favourite uh, plot of Doctor Who is where you take a historical thing and then you oh. give it an alien twist to it. So what do you yeah, think no, of no. the fact that the Daleks have hijacked the Empire State Building to make it a yeah. conductor? Uh, fully on board with that. I, I, it's cool, I isn't it? Yeah. Kind of, yeah, mate, I love that kind of stuff. It's just, they've done it so many times, like, over the course of, like, I mean, what, we three seasons in? Four seasons? Three seasons? Three. Three. Three, yeah. Three seasons in, they've done it loads of times. I, I just love it. I just think it's so cool. It's just, it makes you question what history actually was. History was only recorded by someone who thought they knew what happened. Interesting. Which, like, if you don't know what super, like, supernatural stuff happened, you, you'll just try and make it to a way that you think is logical, and that's it. Like, you know. Mm. No, no, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, But yeah, anyway, so Solomon then gets taken down the lift. He gets summoned to the cult of Scarrow, making a return from Doomsday. Um, oh, was it the same cult? I thought it was. The same cult, yeah, exactly. Khan, Sek, Faye, and another. Uh, I can't remember. Sek's the leader, though. Anyone know? Brad, do you know what the fourth what one is? is? The other one? Uh, Khan, Khan, Sek, Faye. Anyway, someone oh, in the comments tell now. us. <laughs> um, yeah, so they escaped from Doomsday with their uh emergency temporal shift and they are now here in 1930s new york and they're surrounded by pig slaves oh i would never have got that i would never have got that either Um, just just i literally watched this five minutes ago and i would not have known that um (laughs) when uh mr pythagoras goes down into the basement he puts on his gloves. Somebody tell me why he does that. It's a 1930s mafioso thing to do. Yeah? Oh, he wasn't cold. No, it's a mafioso thing to do. It's the... I thought he was worried yeah. about germs. No. COVID. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I When he goes down into that basement for the first time, the score for this episode really caught me. It Like... They're redoing the themes that we've seen in the style of a New York 1930s, like big band, like an orchestral band. I really loved it. And Brad, is this our first use of, you know, that um, dum, 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 that one? Is that the first time we hear this? Um, yeah, I think it could be, actually. I think no, it is, yeah. No, no, you hear it in Smith & Jones when they're landing on the moon. Yeah, when they're... Yeah, because we even... And the Juduna coming across. Yeah, we even uh, said about that on the thing. Yeah. I was well, like, it's I a big or, like, orchestral kind of invasion No, it's a series really three well. theme, isn't it? I don't know. I thought it was the Masters yeah. theme. No, that's... No, I think that's his <laughs> light motif. I don't think that's his theme. <laughs> JP, you're actually on yeah, to I something. I can't keep singing it, otherwise we're going to get strapped for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're actually onto something there, JP. Uh, yeah, whilst, we're, whilst we're talking about being onto something, Matt, uh, Easter egg? Oh, well, I wish it was Angels because, you know, straight away it would have been... I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm at a loss of this one. Because... You really are loving Angels instead. Salula was an angel. Salula was an angel. Exactly. He was devils. But... Heaven and hell. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I have nothing for the Easter egg, unfortunately. I thought... I thought I was going to say it was Saxon, but there was nothing there. So, yeah. It's been quite... Yeah. What? You've had one episode of Saxon, right? Yeah, and that's it. Then the other one I thought in um, last week's episode, Gridlocks, I thought would have been something Crescent or something like that. 
But no, I've had nothing. I'm back to angels, mate. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> um, you, know what, you, know, right. you know what a full circle is? It's not a crescent, oh, that's for sure. <laughs> full moon. It's a full moon. No, it's not. Crescent moon. Yeah, but it's not a full moon. <laughs> full circle would be a full moon, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so then we get a bit more running about. The doctor goes to the theater. I, oh no, sorry. So the doctor, Frank, and uh, Solomon and Martha, they get dropped into the sewer. Why does uh, Solomon volunteer to go down to the sewers? By the way, because uh, Andrew Garfield's character does. But why does he care so much about Andrew Garfield's character? He's got to lead the camp. He's not just worried about Andrew Garfield. Yeah, but yeah, I but he obviously knows where... now something's going on. Yeah, I, I think this is where the wholesome character comes in. He knows that some, wholesome. yeah, because he even says that people just come and just take people from the camp. And as the camp leader, he, you know, he feels like it's an obligation. He's got to try and find out what's going on. Mm. And this mafioso guy turns up, looking all shifty, going, oh, "I need some people to go down in the sewers. I'm going to pay you a dollar a day." <laughs> like that's got you. you surely it's a, it doesn't take a lot to put two and two together and go, "That guy's probably got something to do with it." No, fair enough. Fair enough. So they're in the sewers. I like the doctor and um, Mr. Zyagoras's little stare off with each other. I like that. Doctor's on pretty yeah, good cool. form in this episode, to be fair. Yeah, no, I agree with that. When he picks up that little oozing brain thing, I was like, oh, he's going to lick oh, that. That's yeah. going to be disgusting. Oh, he, he didn't. Did <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've got to say, though, that, that oozing brain thing was just. Oh, that was brilliant, wasn't it? It looked squidgy. It looked rank, yeah. It looked like you'd throw it yeah. against the wall and it would stick. And it would stick yeah. on the wall. Yeah, no, I yeah. see that. I see that. Yeah, no, that was... that was. But again, it's all practical stuff. That was obviously done practically. There was no way they could have done that with CGI. And it just looked really realistic. Like, it was an alien... In fact, they never quite explained what it was, does it? It was just... Maths. I was going to say that, it's, it's not it's something just... from a Dalek. Yeah, it's just from Scaro for some reason, and it just lets him identify where it's from but this whole episode is a testament to practical effects to be fair i mean from you know the pigman yep. masks to spoilers alert we'll get there in a minute the human dalek it's all sterling stuff to be honest yeah so then they pop up into the uh well they don't pop up they're chased out into the musical theater i genuinely thought andrew garfield had died at that point i had a little note that yeah, was like, I oh i can't believe they've killed off andrew garfield and i was like of course oh, they would he's not a famous that. name yeah um, I'm glad they brought him back, though. He's a good character, to be fair. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, the, the, the thing is, what, like, I, I guess they, they want to add that tension, and it's what I've kind of touched upon a few times since we've been watching Doctor Who, and the fact that because he's an unknown character, it means that there's a level of threat that you can't get with the Doctor and Martha. Yeah. But you know they're not going to kill off the Doctor, so if that had happened to the Doctor, straight away you, you'd have gone... Well, I know they're not going to kill off the doctor. Whereas someone you've just met that doesn't mean a lot to the story, you're like, shit, he's dead. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And when yeah. he comes back, you're like, yeah, okay, that's quite a, you know, that, that's a big kind of like nice reveal if that makes sense. Which it really was. It was nice to see. But the only the only issue I had with that, and I ain't going to pick a tiny tiny hole in it, is as soon as the Daleks are all about efficiency and they're trying to do, you know, kind of get this done as quick as possible. For some reason, Martha ends up in the same batch as Andrew Garfield's character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just no, that's all just convenience. Yeah, there was just quite a bit in between. But 
plot, I think, is the answer there. But I do agree. I was a little bit like, oh, that's lucky, isn't it? That's a coincidence. But I suppose maybe they need to collect a certain amount before they can send them off or something like that is probably that's the... Not fucking, it's not fucking Pokemon. You don't have to collect a certain amount and then you can evolve them, you know? Just <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon game. That's not how Pokemon... Per- uh, that's not how Pokemon works. It was how Pokemon Go works. Uh, is it you have to collect a certain amount? <laughs> yeah, you used to have to get the little candies. So anyway, so they pop up, they're in Tallulah's, or they're, they're greeted by Tallulah with the prop gun, and it was either that or the prop spear. I actually did quite like that, but I thought that was quite funny. I quite individually, I liked all of the parts in the theatre, except for Tallulah and Martha. I thought their conversation about the Doctor and Laszlo is so boring. I'm already so bored of Martha going on about not being good enough compared to Rose. Uh, it's exhausting, yeah, right? Get fucking over it. Sorry, get fucking over it, Martha. <laughs> Christ. That was Brad while we was watching it. I put it down. Brad 2K23. Get fucking over it, Martha. Christ. No, it's just true, though. It's so it. boring. <laughs> I didn't realise you were taking down quotes of things I say. What do I say now? <laughs> it was just so fucking beautiful. That I was just like, I've got to put that down. I've got to mention it in the podcast. <laughs> You'll have to keep an eye on that one, Bradley. That all sounds a little bit weird. Um, I yeah, did right. like, <laughs> I did like Tallulah's little. Oh, he's into music a theatre joke. I thought that was quite funny. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And then it leads way to. I mean, we should have seen the Christmas special coming and Russ's little musical number because we get a full-on show tune in this episode. Um, interested that they decided not to get a singer or professional dancer in the role of Tallulah if you're going to have her doing a show dance, right? Yeah, that was a bit of a strange one. Um, was it that strange? Awful. I, I wouldn't say it was bad. It was better than what I could do, for sure. But, yeah, I, I don't know. She wouldn't make it just... through week one of Strictly. <laughs> I think she would. Someone like Ed Balls goes out first. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, yeah. That was strangely, was... <laughs> like, that was strangely like specific Ed Balls. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he was on, on it once. Yeah, who was, <laughs> was the really? old, uh, the who was the the lady MP that was on it, and she was an absolute attack. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how I, I know that. I literally never sat down and watched Strictly in my life. No, I <laughs> yeah, sounds like you're the fucking Strictly stuff. expert, mate. <laughs> I honestly, I hate that program with a passion. <laughs> You love a bit of primetime TV. You're the fucking... If I ever need anything answering on EastEnders, you're my go-to guy. I reckon even if I yeah. needed like a Coronation Street or Emmerdale, I'd still, you'd still oh, be yeah, my first port of call. Nah, nah. EastEnders, I'm your man. Corian, Corian uh, Emmerdale, it's not my jam. It'd take you a bit longer <laughs> to think about the right answer. <laughs> Casualty now and then. No. <laughs> if only the bill was still running. Oh, don't get me started on the bill. <laughs> okay, then I won't. Um, <laughs> right, so I like it when the Doctor realises his Daleks. I like his little face drop. I like all of that, seeing him deal with Because we haven't seen him since Doomsday, which feels like a fucking lifetime ago. But he's only actually like four or five, or maybe a bit, like five or six episodes ago, right? Who? Who haven't we seen? Doomsday. Yeah, who haven't we seen since then? The Daleks. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Confused, Dad. <laughs> we only see them once a series, though. Yeah, I suppose. Um, Martha didn't recognise them. Well, no, she wouldn't because she wasn't there. 
Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. She wasn't where? Well, she's she never seen the dolphins. So she... What do you mean? They were flying from the sky of Canary Wharf. Not, yeah, but they didn't really do a lot. If you weren't there at the time, you wouldn't yeah, you have wouldn't seen have known, right? The Cybermen were on the streets. Yeah, you'd be more Are worried about the Cybermen than the dolphins. fucking dance. kidding me? They flew out of Canary Wharf. They would have been on the news or something. Yeah, but like, let's yeah, be real, right? is, Yeah, but you're not watching the news because you've got a fucking Cyberman in your house. She exactly. works as a nurse for a hospital in central London. So then she was probably dealing with loads of Cybermen walking through the hospital. Yeah, absolutely fucked. Are you telling me she if you also... work anywhere in London and you see fucking Daleks pouring out of Canary Wharf, you're not going to fucking notice it? But you're going to notice also it over a big metallic Cyberman. No, you're... Yeah, her cousin died there. Are you telling me she's not looking into this more? (laughs) Right, okay, hold on a minute. If we put you in a room with a crocodile and then said, look at that bat that's flying around up the top, you wouldn't notice the bat because you'd be more worried about the crocodile, would you not? I would probably notice the bat. But no, I would because you'd be you'd be entirely focused on the fucking crocodile because it's mo- it's the most dangerous thing in the room. If they're fucking, if the croc- they're, I cannot believe you two are defending this. If there were tanks rolling through the streets of London, I would notice them. If a bomber then flew overhead, I would also notice the bomber. Well, yeah, tanks are different because they're they're not like. I mean, yeah, tanks are deadly, but you be more like a man with a gun. That that's more deadly to you at the time. Than a fucking bomber flying overhead. (laughs) This is nonsense. It's an absolute plot hole, as you both know it. No. Anyway, it is. She would know about the Dalek. Is it not explained? I'm sure it's explained at some point. No, it's never, ever explained. We even have, think of like the waters of Mars, Brad. You know, we have um, that lady who's quite fit. I think she's called Adelaide or something. Uh, I don't remember. You were talking about Uh, the the old woman. Yes, the old woman. Of course you are. (laughs) Even she remembers the Dalek. Really? Ah, no, she remembers the Journey's End Daleks. Ah. How does she, though? That's in way in the future, isn't it? It's only like 50, 60 years in the future. Oh, she's a kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot she's like 70 years old in the episode, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> we digress. And then sort of not a lot really happens. Blah, blah, blah. They run around. They run through corridors. They get kidnapped. Um, human Dalek. Let's talk about it. What are your thoughts? Let's start with Brad. Well, no, actually, just before, I just want to talk about Okay, let's start with Jack. I, I quite I quite like it was really sweet. And they were like sad about beauty in the inside. Because, of course, they meet, um, Laszlo meets Taluda again. I thought that was quite sweet. Oh, it's so boring. Oh, I just remembered why I googled it. But I can't say because it's going to spoil it for Jack. Oh, good. Just, just message me. All right, yeah. I'll message you. <laughs> just can't be out. It's all good. <laughs> Go on. Uh, no, it's so Sorry, boring to Lula and uh, yeah, Laszlo I thought, I thought, again. I thought it was quite sweet, to be honest. No, useless. Cut it out. It doesn't doesn't interest me at all. No, that's fucking bullshit, Brad. That hasn't no, happened I've yet. That it. hasn't happened yet. It doesn't matter if it's happened yet. It happens at some point, and then it erases things in the past. No, it. But no, 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 no. That doesn't work. That doesn't fit. That does not fit. That we'll would talk explain about series five. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, Jack. Anything else to add before we get to human Dalek? No, human Dalek time. Human Dalek time. Human Dalek. Brad, I want to hear your thoughts on it first, please. Far away. Watches on the human Dalek in general. 
concept, the design. Come on, freewheel a little bit. It's, it's, yeah, go it's, on, man. As far as I'm aware, it's something that's unique because I don't think the Daleks have ever done it before. But in my opinion, it doesn't particularly work because at the end of the day, he's then just human and doesn't really have any threats apart from his ideas. And if anything, he's softer than a Dalek anyway. So what is the point in him? Okay. In my I agree with you to a certain degree. However, if you were to look at evolution on Earth, right? If you yeah. were to look at, let's say, a rhinoceros, for example, and then look at a human, the rhinoceros, you would think, should be ruling the Earth because a human couldn't be a rhino. But because we have thought, because we have intelligence... Okay, but Dalek human man could pick up a gun and shoot a Dalek. Not really, because the Dalek wouldn't die. But in that yeah. sense, I could pick up, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the thing that Bart Simpson uses? Catapult thing. I could pick up a catapult and shoot that at a rhino. I'm still not going to beat the rhino. Do you know what I mean? I'd have to go and get a gun. Where am I going to get a gun? From? Don't get your point, though. I'm, I'm still saying the Daleks are better. You're proving me right. No, yeah, but no, they're not better. You would presume they're better in the same way that but you would are. presume. No, but they're not necessarily. 100 Daleks versus 100 humans. Who wins? Hundred Daleks. Thank you. Uh, unless you arm them, unless you arm them with uh, Dalek shooting uh, Tommy guns that you can actually use to blow them up with. Doesn't matter. Daleks will still win because one shot kills a human, whereas a one shot doesn't kill a Dalek. Yep. But you would evolve to the point where you have weapons. I think it's. I think especially in the Doctor Who universe that we're in, I think it works really well as a concept because there are only four Daleks left, and humanity. Last, he even mentions new, 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 New York is still going and all this sort of stuff. So I think it works in context of the Doctor Who universe. Of course, you'd be looking at other species, right? Humans, we must be more like them because they survive and we don't. But I think out of the context of that, you're right, it is hard to see how a human would beat a Dalek. But I, if you had given them more time, the, the human Dalek would have destroyed those Daleks for sure. No, see, I don't think so. But, I think he uh, would have the, absolutely. The thing, the thing I don't get, like, well, I do get it because it plot. But of all the alien species, they're saying that because the, the whole let, let's be real, the whole reason they did it is because they want to walk. Yeah, they don't want to go around in their little suits of armor. Surely, the fine line got... here we are. <laughs> yeah, but surely there was some better alien species that can like jump a million times better than us or some shit. Slovene. I, 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 I think this is the point though. Humans are one of the longest civilizations other than Time Lords or something, and that's why they're looking out to humanity. I also just want to go back to this point on you know one Dalek could kill one human, whereas it would take a hundred humans. The Doctor wins every time. And he is basically yeah, human, yeah, just with a bit a extra thought. But no, that's no, no, my point. He, in the universe, he wins every skip, time. You're skipping over the just a bit more thought. Like that—that's a severe amount of shit. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Because the, well, the doctor knows how to make him tick every single time. Humans don't. But the doctor has had like thousands of years of experience dealing with the yeah. Time know, Lord is an evolution of a human, is it? So yeah. But I'm just Different saying, I, it's 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 more layered than I think you're giving it credit for. I think there is something in it. I think you're wrong. I'll <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm with Brad on this one, mate. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. I yeah. Okay. No. Fair enough. The Thanks. design of the human <laughs> Dalek, though. Oh, it's oh, weird. It's ugly. I like it. Why isn't he still wearing his gloves? Why does he have one eye? 
Daleks only have one eye. Daleks have an eye. Yeah, but then that means it's just evolved from fucking humans from down. It's just like the bottom half human, the top half. Yeah, to be fair, two eyes are better than one, so why would you go backwards? Yeah. This is true. Why would you devolve backwards? Who says two eyes are better than one? Well, in what case wouldn't it be? Uh... David and Goliath. Guy with two, got two eyes beats one with one eye. I don't think that's David Goliath and Goliath. Is, Goliath wasn't the Cyclops. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Cyclops one then? That's just the Cyclops. What's I David don't... Goliath then? That was David uh, David's <laughs> the giant, the one with the slingshot. Yes. I mean, he may have taken his eye out with the slingshot, but... What's, what's the, the one with Achilles Hill? Is that a Cyclops? Or... I thought Achilles Hill was David and Goliath. No, Achilles Hill... I'm sure Goliath the... only had one eye. No, Goliath was a giant. He just had two eyes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um, okay. My Greek mythology is not very good. I hate its little... Uh, it's definitely not Greek, is it? No. Well, it? no, it's Jewish, I think. The one I'm that I'm Jewish thinking of is Greek. Am I thinking of something else then? I no, think you're thinking of very fucking wrong. Hercules. That's the one. Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> I just got I was just sitting there thinking... Cyclops are great, of course, because it's one of the ones he defeats in Hercules, yes. Because then you've got the, the woman with the snake hair as well. Yeah, Medusa. Medusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. There we go. Anyway, as fun as this is, um, I like his little slippery tentacles, his little wet tentacles. They're horrible. Um, yeah, no, it's all grim. It's it's proper grim, but I really like it. It's, it's disgusting. It looks exactly what you'd expect a Dalek mashed together with a human would be. I think, though... They get his voice wrong. Yeah, it's a strange voice, isn't it? Mm, I can see what they're going for. It's supposed to be a little bit like when the Dalek opens up in uh, Dalek, Dalek. In, in series one. Yeah, but I know it doesn't work. It's a little bit too high pitched for me, I think. You really are nitpicking a bit here, though. No, I do agree with Josh. I, I, I think I, I think it's... Yeah, he just sounded weird. He didn't sound like I would expect yeah. him to. I am also, I'd like to clarify, I am nitpicking because I really like this episode. So the bits that I liked, I found myself actually just watching and had to pull myself away to make notes about the little things that I'm nitpicking. Because I'm, I was really into this as an episode. I think the first half is definitely stronger. I've got a lot oh, agreed. 100%. less notes on the second half just because it's all a lot of nonsense, really. And they're climbing up behind the Empire State Building and they electrocute the lift and it's all a bit oh, yeah can't wait to get to the bit that jp really liked <laughs> um <laughs> so then nothing really happens there's sort of a mutiny going on in the background because they're not sure whether dalek uh human dalek should be allowed there is one brilliant bit where they're like information tell me what you think and the dalek like looks around before he answers i found that, i don't know why i just <laughs> found that really funny like he's making sure the boss isn't there before he starts gossiping about him um, but yeah, I like all that. I like the sort of, can we trust this guy? Can we not trust this guy? Can the doctor trust this guy? Can the doctor not trust this guy? That's all quite interesting, but it doesn't really go anywhere. I don't like the fact that there's only about 10 people in Hooverville. No, there's more than 10 people. More than that. You see loads of people dying. No, they all gather in the group in the middle and there's about 10 of them. And then you see one or two other people go flying. Yeah, It but didn't look to me like a... No, one, one people have gone missing already so they're already down yeah. on numbers and two like people run away and it's proven that they run away that's that's why they you'll see a few people that get like dragged away 
because um, he says, mm-hmm. I'll stay in the middle, stay in the middle, and people don't, and then they get dragged away and they die. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I'll give you that. I, I like the idea that they've already started going missing. That's fair enough. Um, and then it's just nothing, really. The doctor climbs up the Empire State bit, gets electrocuted, pulls a funny little rat face. Um, Martha, I do like that Tallulah's running around in her show outfit the entire time. I don't think we've spoken enough about Tallulah. She is exceptionally fit. <laughs> well, we have. You wanted to kick her out the episode, so it's all fucking yeah. good. Don't worry about it. Your mind <laughs> up, <to be> honest. <laughs> yeah, I am flip-flopping on this a little bit. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I sort of... I sort of... I found I, I was quite engaged, but not really... And nothing really seemed to be happening. Do you know what I mean? I like the Doctor and the human Dalek sort of bouncing off of each other. Yeah, quite a lot of use of the Doctor's glasses in this episode, which I'm all of, always a fan of. Yeah. Um, I think you've missed quite a crucial bit on the electrifying part. Well, there's the, there's a bit that I want to say as well, just before... I know, this is the bit I want to talk about as well. <laughs> well the, 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 the fact that he did the big speech and then got killed, I really, really like that. Okay. Ah, in the... Uh, in Solomon, in the cap- yeah? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, Solomon, yeah. Just, just because... Oh. I just like that. It just because they, I kind of agree with the Daleks on this one. The whole point of the Daleks is they don't have human emotions. And I think that like, it was a good reminder that it was like, these Daleks don't have human emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, everyone was like, oh, that's it. He's going to forgive him. The Daleks are kind of, you know, they're turning a leaf and everything. And then the Daleks just like, nope. (laughs) Just kills him, mutinies. And yeah, I like that. I like the little cutaway to human Daleks face. And he's just like, I can't, can't believe it! You've you've just done that. Like his reaction shot is yeah. so funny, like the little shocked Pikachu meme. Yeah, that, that's it. And, and, but I, I like that. That's that's what I think you should have picked up. It should have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, agree with you completely, Brad. What was your point you wanted to talk about? Well, no, it's just when you mentioned about oh, the doctor just goes up and gets electrocuted. Um, JP, I want I'd love to like you to discuss your thoughts on uh, where the sonic screwdriver went. I've got the same note. I've got the same uh, note. Absolute bollocks, right? That thing falling down 80 <laughs> stories, killed someone walking by, yeah. and then that was it. Like, it just, yeah, that's, I'm sorry, that's bollocks. That <laughs> fell off the edge. Don't even try and pretend that it didn't fall it off didn't, the edge. It just fell down a couple they of They literally film it going bit. flying. No, but, but you've got to imagine where the doctor was. He's at the highest point where it's literally like the most inward point of the building. So wherever he drops it is going to go outwards where there is still part of the building. No, sorry. So I'm not... Also, it would roll. It's cylindrical. It. So? Like, it would roll. I'm rock. 100% with you, JP. Yep. Stupid. Stupid. Nah. Uh, so he gets half the Dalekanium off and then he gets electrocuted in it. And it doesn't really do anything, to be fair. It no, I been... thought. Well, he, oh. he does, but I, I not. It doesn't really damage the doctor, does it? He just he just absorbs a whole load of gamma radiation, which, in fairness, was proven in Smith and Jones that he can absorb radiation. Yeah, so... funnels it out into his foot. I've got no problem with that, but I mean, in the sense that when these, well, effectively Time Lord Daleks start to revolt against the Daleks, mm-hmm. there's nothing particularly Time Lordy about them. I think if you're going to do something like that, you have them regenerate after they've been killed by a Dalek or something like that. Otherwise, oh, you, just, yeah, I get, yeah. you just let one of the humans do it. Do you know what I mean? Have the doctor fall, drop his screwdriver, and then 
you know, he gets knocked out or something and you have Frank come upstairs and he's like, oh my God, what can I do? I'll try and get some human in it even more. And then he hugs it. Or, you know, you just have, it's their humanity that makes them rebel. What's the point in adding Time Lord to it? I just don't think it goes anywhere. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It, it was just, I guess they, they weren't looking at the Time Lord bit. They were looking at more the rebellion bit, which I think is more human, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I exactly. I wouldn't have said it was, you know, kind of Time Lordy, but I suppose they needed a way to show that the, the Daleks weren't just Daleks. Well, the human human Daleks, but... I fucking love, and I want more than anything, one of those Dalek Tommy guns. Oh, they're cool. (laughs) That's such a cool design. Why did I never have that as a kid? I want that more than anything. You could have just got a Tommy gun and then put a whisk on the end. <laughs> oh mate, I can't wait till you have kids and you have to dress them up for Halloween. Yeah, just grab the microwave, you'll be all right. You could be the best robot in the world. Get a plunger Every... as well. Just be a Dalek. <laughs> Every time I hear the word whisk, my mind goes straight to that ridiculous come dine with me video where he puts the whole thing in his mouth just to lick the chocolate off. That's a talent. That is a talent. Right there. You can't even at me on that. That is that is an incredible talent to have. um so yeah so anyway so human dr daleks are created dalek sec just gets exterminated or jumps in front of the bullet i thought that was quite shocking i forgot on that happens i thought that was all quite good um and then yeah the the human daleks revolt and then they die and there's only one dalek left and it does this awkward sort of crash zoom thing to them and like this mexican standoff and then the Daleks just like, fuck this, I'm out, and just teleports out of there. I love all of that. I think that's brilliant. I like the vibe that the Doctor is slowly and accidentally hunting them all down. Like we had the Emperor of the Daleks, and it was this huge Dalek armada, this huge Dalek fleet. Then we've just got the four of them left with the Cult of Scarrow, and they managed to turn that into the Dalek fleet, but he beats them again. Now it's just the four of them again, and he's whittled it down to the one. I like the fact that he's... He's basically exterminating the last few remaining Daleks. I get them. I like a, I like a good continuity in my stories, and I think that's why I like this one so much. A bit of accidental genocide. Accidental? Well, not genocide. They got away. Yeah, but I mean, he, he has killed quite a few of them. It doesn't matter if one got away. <laughs> I'm just you, saying, you on the technicality, say, you can't get you can't him on just, genocide. <laughs> can't just say like the Rwandan genocide wasn't really a genocide because four of them got away there's still now only four of them like you know you can't but by very definition that's not a genocide mass murder yeah I'll give you that no genocide is completely eradicating the species isn't it no it's 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 killing a large part of the it's like killing a large proportion of the of a species what percentage does it need to be to be genocide (laughs) that's what I think (laughs) Going <laughs> the fairest plans, have you, Bredis? <laughs> I am just googling as we speak. What percentage qualifies genocide? That's so stupid, like ten percent. How do you define? There's no just clear answer that's popped up 50, in Google. Though. Minimum fifty, surely at least. No, if it's a large amount, then it's got to be like seventy percent. I would say. 
Yeah, I mean, ideally, seventy-five percent would make most sense. Ideally. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Someone didn't take history as a kid. Fucking hell! Ideally, yeah, it's got to be seventy-five percent. You got to make it worth it, you know. Ideally, seventy-five percent of the Jews will be taken. Be, uh, just the logic, doesn't it? Um, that's that's pretty much where my notes run out for the episode. To be fair, I don't know if you boys have got anything to add. Yeah, I just I hate to say it. Just just rewind a, a little bit before they make the intelligent Daleks. Of course, they have the thing where the Doctor does the old switcheroo in the tunnels. You know, where he like steps in. He he steps in with Martha and and everything, and then gets marched into the, you know, kind of with the, just just before he turns into um yeah like just before they mutiny right. Why didn't the Daleks recognize him? I mean, they do eventually. It's in the background, they... they were focused on other things. We said this. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just I, I feel that that was a bit of a... Yeah, I just feel like that was a bit of a shit thing as well. No, no, he's hidden from them before. They have to really focus in on things to pick up on them, I think. Yeah, yeah they were kind of occupied as well. Well, I mean, that is true. That is true. Can't have um, the shit going on. Yeah, Genocide and all that. I just The, the, the biggest <laughs> thing for me was the fucking screwdriver. The screwdriver just fell off and then just magically appeared in the thing. You know. I do agree with that. I do... 100% agree with that. I, uh, I Brad, don't have an issue with that. Anything to any other miscellaneous notes? No, I'll just I'll be honest, and I think it's cemented it. I, I remember this being a pretty good episode, like a good couple of episodes. Not the best two part, but pretty good. Um, and after watching it back, and even from discussing on the podcast, I just think it's a bit boring. I don't think it yeah, really happens, and it's not my favourite. It's probably probably one of the lowest ranked of this series, I'd say so far. Wow, that's interesting. I um no, like I said, I had a lot more fun with this than I ever remember um having with these two episodes. I do admit it's not action packed, it's not particularly fun. Um but I think it's a, I think it's a really interesting concept executed pretty well as sort of like a slow burn. Um JP, what did you that's think? Slow. Oh, you just caught me as a thing then. Um <laughs> yeah, I I the first episode, I would say, was better than the second episode. But then Agreed, I feel yeah. like the second episode was a bit more, for the overall story, I feel like it was a bit more important. But I just, you know, I, I think the one lingering thing I've got on there was that the Doctor didn't kill the Dalek. He let the Dalek escape. And I just I don't like think he let him escape. I don't know. I feel like he was going to kill him. He did, didn't he? It was an emergency... Temporal yeah, but I think I, I think he escaped. I don't think the doctor let him escape. I don't know. I I, I just I, I feel like that is going to be a you know more of a kind of a bigger picture kind of thing because that Dalek's obviously coming back in it. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's, he's got to. It's, it's going to be one of those things of oh, you should have killed me when you had the chance. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely a canon episode. Like here, you know how you have the Rick and Morty. There's the general fun ones and then you've got the canon ones this is definitely one where you could probably if you were to do a run through of the important episodes of david Tennant's run you'd probably have to include this i think yeah i i mean the the, the fact that they had a human high uh, human dialect hybrid that's pretty important i feel yeah it's and more just like the fact that you know where this dialect goes on or me and brad do yeah. anyway without trying to spoil anything and I, I feel yeah, like I, I feel like that was also a bit controversial as well because I wonder if a lot of I'd love to know what people that watch Old Who thought of it. In what said? Well, I wonder if they were like the Daleks and the fact they were like they they were like why the fuck have they combined a human and a Dalek? What's the point? I think it's genius. 
No, I think I think good, it's but... I think it's a good comparable. I think we should be held accountable against a race like the Dalits, or held, you know, in comparison uh, to call us out on our act. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's I, necessary. I just, you fucking Dalit. It's a weird thing, but I, I mean, it makes <laughs> sense why they would do it because you know, let's be real, they're all about evolution and improving themselves. But yeah, I don't know. As we seem I, to I be just admit. Anyway, JP, love it or hate it? Overall, I've got to say love it, but there were some annoying bits in it, and I think it was a bit boring. Um, but as I said, I, I feel like there was there was more good than bad, which I feel like has been a theme of this uh, season so far. More so far, yeah, for sure. Uh, Brad? <sighs> it's a difficult one, this one. Um we need a new category because I don't love it or hate no, it to be honest. No, no that's why no, we enjoyed. have this. <laughs> What's the point though? I don't I've struggled through three seasons of this. You have to make a choice. It's it's not strong enough to say hate it, but it's also not well make up a choice. Do you want to say it? love it? You've I'm gonna be different. One. I'm gonna say hate it. Oh, interesting. Um I think I love it. As mentioned, I think it's a great concept. I think it's a slow burn. I think there's a few plot lines that could be uh, taken out of it, but no, on whole, it's definitely a love it for me. Um, I've just been looking ahead ever so slightly. I think from here till the end, we're on banger after banger now, Bradley. Do you agree? No, you're so wrong. <laughs> the next two are so boring. I think you're going to enjoy the next one. I think I I quite recently rewatched it and had quite a lot of fun with it. And I also think 42 is pretty good as well. Pre-warning, 42 is a Chibnall episode. I I think it's a good episode. I'll be fair, it's probably probably one of the best episodes he's ever written. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. Um, I am getting... I am super excited for every episode on this list now. After those two, I'm happy. After these two, it's really good. Maybe even just after the one. 42 might not be as bad as I remember. I think the Lazarus experiment is a lot of fun. I'm very excited to get back and watch it. JP, did you watch the next time trailer? Nope. Very good. Oh, good. Why are you lying? (laughs) (laughs) We didn't watch it. You did. I remember saying that the CGI shit. No, you just said because you. I I said I don't want to see it. And you went, oh, all right. Sounds like bullshit to me, JP. Pretty sure we watched it. <laughs> well, if we did, I don't remember it. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, actually, no, 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 no. This was called the Lazarus Project, isn't it, or something? Experiment, the, yeah. Yeah, no, no, we did watch it. We did. I remember it now. It's um, the, the monster or something running through the corridor, isn't it? The yeah, that's the one. Yep, yeah, I didn't watch Charlotte's. I know. Yeah, no, we did watch it. We did watch it. Mark Gattis. I'm excited for it. Mark Gattis is the one that wrote. The Unquiet Dead. We now get to see him in all his acting chops. Oh, good. Did he write anything in series two? I think so, yeah. Uh, the Idiot's Lantern, I think. Didn't I've he also write him. um didn't he also write the Charles Dickens ones in series one? Yeah, Charles Dickens in series one, Idiot's Lantern in season two. Weirdly enough, I don't think so far. <laughs> He's not a very good writer, for sure. I don't <laughs> think he writes the Lazarus experiment. No, he doesn't. Oh. Yeah, I don't think he writes anything in season three. There you go, just as an actor. Anyway, that is next week. This is now. Thank you for listening. Um, I actually, before we uh, sign off, I just wanted to, well, I just wondered if you guys wouldn't mind me introducing uh, 
a new segment. Oh yeah, what's that? Go on. Uh, it's called uh, "Terrible Comments from Terrible People." How do you fancy it, boys? Yeah, that sounds like something out yeah, of history. Four, I'm here for it. We got four minutes, but go for it. I'm just going to knock them out. So we've been doing quite well on uh, YouTube. I've only taken these from YouTube, really. Uh, and we've just had some very interesting comments from some very interesting people. And listen, I'm not particularly woke, but I still think I know where the line is between right and wrong. Um, so I'm going to fucking name and shame and see how you fucking like it. Uh, any objections, guys? Tell us from what episodes this is from as well, yeah? Ah, um, okay. This is from our Christmas special. Uh, this okay. is from John's Prague 4914. Uh, yes, and yeah, the trailer for the first... Yeah. Uh, and the trailer for the first episode is a tranny antagonist. The Christmas episode oh. had a tranny singer. The three-part toy maker story was filled with tranny messaging. Seems a bit overrepresentative of trans and LGB. He forgot the TQ on the end of that one. Propaganda to plus. me. And, yeah, and the plus. And in capital letters, it seems to heavily overrepresent minorities. Because overrepresenting of minorities is a bad thing now, apparently. Uh, yeah, I know. He does go on to say, not that there's anything wrong with minorities, but conversely, why over or underrepresent them unless there's some kind of propagandist or ulterior motive? Uh, John well, that's Pryor. all right then. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's what this segment's <laughs> called. Well, that's all right then. There you go. Absolutely wow. sorted. Um, I've got another one. If you guys will endeavour to... Uh, Is there me. anything personal about us at all? Or not? Uh, sadly not. No, people don't seem to hate oh. us, unfortunately. Uh, this oh. is from... <laughs> Thank you, guys. Much love. This is from Tony Lee, 8784. I would never let my kids watch this. It's LD, LGBTQ propaganda. RTD's already said the messaging's for kids. It's evil. He uh, clearly didn't realise the goblins were the bad guys for that episode. Uh, he thought it was the messaging, the woke messaging. Uh, absolutely fine. Very strange. I have uh, just another one, if you don't mind, from hello, hello with an E. Uh, went woke, got broke. So, yeah, that's our, well, that's all right then section, where we just call out narcissistic woke pigs. Hope you like it. Was that on our, on our uh, videos? Or I really enjoyed that. Random ones you found. <laughs> Uh, no, they're on our videos. Yeah, they're on our videos. So oh, keep them coming. Thanks for watching, guys. I, I think we mentioned last week, <laughs> do genuinely keep the comments coming because it helps with our engagement and it pushes us up. So we love that. Yeah. Uh, Personal yeah. we love that. <laughs> I would actually, yeah, I would in particular leave us a horrible comment about us so that I can, well, basically ignore the ones that are about me and just read out the ones that are for Jack and Brad. I think we'd love that. Well, I'm going to read through them anyway. So we'll, 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 we'll just, just, just comment and we'll give you a shout out. If it's a cool comment, we'll give you a shout out. There you go. There we go. We will also read out nice comments, but we don't seem to get many of those. So, uh, oh, no. No. <laughs> guys, there you go. No, Please give nice us a nice ones. comment so you can nice have something to cheer for. Uh, no, I don't have any nice ones. <laughs> I genuinely don't. Uh, well, not, next week, we'll do nice ones. Week after, we'll do hate ones. Nice hate, nice hate. But for now, thank you for listening. We will be back next week with the Lazarus Experiment. Sign off for now, boys. Farewell. Adios, amigos.